My Favorite Theorem. I'm your host, Kevin Knudsen, professor of mathematics at the University of Florida, and I am joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Evelyn Lamb. I'm a math and science writer in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, how's it going? And yeah, going okay. It's a bit smoky here from the fires in the rest of the West. A uh, few in Utah, but I think we're getting a lot from Montana and Oregon and Washington too. So mm. can't see the mountains, which is a little sad. One yeah. of the nicest about living here. Yeah, well, uh, Hurricane Irma is bearing down on Florida. So apparently, and I haven't been to the grocery store yet, but apparently I think we're out of water in town. So I, I, I might have waited a couple of days too late. Yeah, fill up but those bathtubs, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm dubious. You know, I lived in Mississippi when Katrina happened, and the eye came right over where we lived, and we never even lost direct TV. So uh, oh, wow. I'm, I'm trying not to be cavalier, but um, we'll yeah. see. Fingers crossed. It, it's it's going to be it, it, it might, it's going to be bad news in South Florida for sure. I really hope everybody's okay. Yeah, so, definitely. Anyway. Oh, well. Fire, fire brimstone and, I and know. water I know. recently. I know. It's not good. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. No. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about math. So uh, today we are uh, thrilled to have uh, Candace Price with us. Candace, you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. And tell it's us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I am currently an assistant professor of mathematics at San at the University of San Diego. Um, mm -hmm. I got my PhD um, at the University of Iowa, and I study DNA topology, so not theory applied to DNA or biology, I guess. Not with a K. Yeah, uh, not with a K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. San Diego's a big switch from Iowa. It is, it is. And in fact, I had a uh, stop over in New York and stop over in Texas before uh, getting here. So, mm -hmm. yeah. oh, very cool. Yeah. So All over. Really experienced, yeah, a lot of different uh, climates and, uh, you know, types of people and yeah. places. So, mm -hmm. uh, American culture, really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, you, you've, you've told us, Evelyn and I know what your favorite theorem is, and I actually had to look this up, but I'm intrigued. So, uh, so, so Candace, what's your favorite theorem? Um, sure. So my favorite theorem is actually uh, John H. Conway's uh, basic theorem on rational tangles. Mm. Um, and so it's like a really cool theorem. Um, so what uh, Conway states or shows is that there is a one-to-one -one correspondence between the extended rational numbers, so uh, rational numbers and infinity, um, and what are known as rational tangles. Um, and so what a rational tangle basically is, is you can take a three ball or a, a, a ball, um, an open ball, and if you put strings inside of that ball and you sort of attach the uh, strings to the boundary of the ball so they're not just like loose in there but sort of fixed, mm -hmm. um, and you add these twists uh, to the um, strings inside, um, if you take account of how many twists you've added in these different directions, maybe just um, the direction of west and the direction of south. And if you just write down how many twists you've done, first going west, then going south, then going west, then going south, and all of those um, different combinations that you can do, you can actually calculate a rational number. Um, and that rational number is attributed to that tangle to that picture that you sort of have that three-dimensional object so mm -hmm. it's pretty cool um, because as you can guess um, these tangles can get very complicated sure. but 
if I, yeah, if I gave you a rational number, you could draw that tangle. Um, and you can say that any rational num any tangle that has that same rational number, I should be able to just maneuver the strings inside the ball to look like the other tangle. So it's actually pretty, it's pretty cool to say that something so complicated can just be denoted by fractions. Yeah. Um, so, so how did you encounter this theorem? Because uh, I've I encountered this from John Conway at this um, mm -hmm. IAS uh, program for women in math one year, and I don't I don't think that's where we met. I don't know if you I don't remember if you I were. Don't think so okay, um, but yeah, I remember he did this demonstration of this, and of mm -hmm. course, he's a very uh, engaging, uh, funny speaker. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. How did you encounter it? Yeah, it's pretty cool because he has this great video, um, the rational tangle dance. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's it, it's fun to show that. But I, I encountered it. I started my master's or my you know graduate work as a, a master's student at San Francisco State University, um, and I had learned a little bit about knot theory with a K um, <laughs> as an undergrad. And so uh, when I started my master's, I was introduced to um, Marielle Vasquez, who studies DNA topology. So she actually uses rational tangles in her research. And that was actually the first time that I had even heard that you could do math and biology together, which mm -hmm. is a fascinating idea. But um, she had introduced to me the idea of a rational tangle and showed me the theorem. And I've read up on the proof. And it's just, it's, it's you know, fascinating and, and amazing. Um, that those two are connected in that way. Mm -hmm. But that's, yeah, that's the first time I saw it. Yeah, so yeah. so I, since I hadn't heard of this theorem before, I, uh, I I looked it up and I found this really cool like classroom activity to do with elementary school mm -hmm. kids even, like where you, mm -hmm. you, know, you take four kids and you, you, hand, you hand them two ropes and yes. you, you allow them to do twists, which are just, you know, the students on one end of the of the ropes interchange. That's that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a rotation function where they sort of go. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then when you're done, you get a rational number, and so this sort of leads these students through these explorations of well, what does a twist do to an integer? You know, it, it sort yeah. of add, it adds one, but the rotate is sort of a, like negative one over x kind of thing. And, right, right. Yeah, and so uh, I thought I, I was already immediately intrigued. I thought, well, this really would be fun, but not even just for like middle school kids. Like maybe my calculus students would, mm -hmm. if I could figure out a way to to, to make this uh, relevant to 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 my undergrads. Um, right. And I thought, what great fun. Yeah, I think it's even just a cool way to show students that with just a, a basic mathematical entity, fractions mm -hmm. or rational numbers, you can still do these higher, perform sort of higher, um, high mathematics with mm -hmm. it. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so this sort of begs the question, though, is like, are, are there non-rational tangles? There must yes, be. Yes, there are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There yeah. are. So it categorizes these rational tangles, but unfortunately there is not quite yet a category, categorization for non-rational tangles. So there's two types. Um, one is called prime, mm -hmm. and then one is called locally knotted. So the idea of locally knotted is one of the strands just has a knot on it. And, okay. and, and the, a knot is exactly what you think about where you have a knot in your shoestring. Mm -hmm. um, and then prime, which is great, is, is all of the tangles that are not rational and not locally knotted. Okay. <laughs> so it's sort of just like the space where we we've, we've dumped the rest of the the uh, tangles, but yeah. 
that's sort of unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> See, especially the choice of words. Yes, yes you, know, you would think that the primes would be a subset somehow of the, right, of the rational tangles. Yeah, yeah, you would hope. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so uh, how how do ahead. these rational tangles uh, show up in DNA topology? That's a great question. So um, your DNA, you can sort of think of as long, thin strings. Um, that's how I think about it, long, thin strings. Mm -hmm. And it um, can wrap around itself. And in fact, your DNA in, um, is naturally coiled around itself. Mm -hmm. So that's where that sort of twisting action comes. So you have this these two um, strings, and in, in, in each string, you know, we, we know that DNA is double helix, but I, I don't care about the helical twist. I, I just care about how the DNA itself wraps around itself. So mm -hmm. um, these two strings can wind around um, just based on packing issues or a protein can come about and, and, and add this, this, these twists to it. Um, and then naturally how it just twists around. But visually, it looks like what is happening with rational tangles. Like visually, if, you know, the example that uh, Kevin was mentioning, if we had the students with the two ropes and they're sort of twisting the ropes around, that's what your DNA is doing. Um, and so it, it turns into a great model just visually and topologically of DNA. Very cool. Cool. I know, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So what, wait, where does infinity come in? Which one is that? It's the inverse of zero somehow. So you rotate the it zero is. strand? Yep, perfect. Okay, all right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so it's just it's just sort of you change your point of view, sort of the yeah. Uh, like when I'm when I'm proving uh, the mean value theorem in calculus, I just say, well, it's 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 uh, Rolle's theorem, but as Forrest Gump would look at it, right? Like how he tilts his head, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's. I'm, I'm teaching calculus. I might have to use that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they'll know what Forrest Gump is, but. Well, right, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. you're sort of dating yeah. yourself by saying, you know, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also a fun conversation to have with them. So sure, sure. So another fun conversation on this podcast is uh, is is the pairing. So we like we, mm -hmm. we we ask our guests to uh, to pair their theorem with something. What have you chosen to to, to pair Conway's theorem with? Okay, so I thought a lot about this, um, and so um, being in California, right? So what yeah. I paired this with is a Neapolitan shake from In and Out Burger. Nice. Okay, <laughs> and so and the reason for that is it's sort of you you've taken these three different flavors equally delicious on their own, right? Mm -hmm. So you have rational numbers, you have topology of DNA, mm -hmm. um, and you put them together in this really beautiful, just delicious shake. So the Neapolitan shake from In-N-Out Burger is just probably my favorite dessert. And so to me, it's a good pairing with, um, with Conway's rational um, tangle theorem, so. So I've only eaten an In-N-Out once in my life, um, mm -hmm. sadly. And I didn't have that shake, but I'm trying to picture this. Like, so they must not mix it up too hard. They don't, not too hard. So, okay. so there's a possibility of just getting strawberry, maybe just getting vanilla, just getting chocolate. Okay. But then you can, at some point, get all three flavors together, and it's it's pretty amazing. Okay, so I can imagine if you, if, you, if you mix it too much, it would just sort of be like tan, right? It would right. just kind of be this, 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 <laughs> right, this, this right. sort of weird color, you know. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe not as um, delicious looking as it is tasting. But yeah. Right, right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's an interesting idea. All right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yep. So we also like to give our uh, our, our our guests a chance to 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 plug anything they're working on. Um, 
you want to talk about your blog or, or any any anything going on? Sure. Um, I am always doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hoping that I can take this time to uh, plug. Um, in February, we have a website. Myself is, uh, or we is myself, uh, Shelby Wilson, Reagan Higgins, and Erica Graham, a website mm-hmm. called Mathematically Gifted and Black, mm-hmm. where we showcase or spotlight every day a, a, a contemporary Black mathematician and their contributions to math mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we're working on that now. We'll have an article in the AMS notices um, in February um, coming up. But yeah, so that's it. And it's up now. So you can see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we launched in February 2017. So it's mm-hmm. it's a great um, website that, you know, we are really proud of. So yeah, to- last year, I remember um, that that was a lot of fun to see who was going to be coming. Yeah. Uh, on the little calendar each time and read a little bit about their work and yeah you guys did a really nice job with that and thanks thanks i I really enjoyed it yeah we're very very proud and i think um ams will put out uh, a couple of posters around the website as well soon so yeah we're very proud of it great (laughs) all right well candace thanks for joining us this has been thank you good fun i like i like learning new theorems and uh yeah yeah so um uh thanks again yeah of course thank you i enjoyed it Thanks for listening to My Favorite Theorem, hosted by Kevin Knudsen and Evelyn Lamb. The music you're hearing is a piece called Fractalia, a percussion quartet performed by four high school students from Gainesville, Florida. They are Blake Crawford, Gus Knudsen, Del Mitchell, and Bao Chao Nguyen. You can find more information about the mathematicians and theorems featured in this podcast, along with other delightful mathematical treats, at Kevin's website, kpknudsen.com, and Evelyn's blog, Roots of Unity, on the Scientific American Blog Network. We love to hear from our listeners, so please drop us a line at myfavoritetheorem at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Kevin's handle on Twitter is at NivikNazdunk. That's Kevin spelled backwards, followed by Knudsen spelled backwards. And Evelyn's is at Evelyn J. Lamb. The show itself also has a Twitter feed. The handle is M-Y-F-A-V-E-T-H-M. That's at myfavoritetheorem. Join us next time to learn another fascinating piece of mathematics. Thank you.